Production. Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We're, we're keeping on moving today. You know, I got some free time, so I'm pushing them out if you're if you're following live. You know, if you're just going um, as it's going by, you know, it's just numbers. But if you're going live, you see they're pushing out. You know, probably no one's going live because not that many viewers at this point. But, you know, whatever. But, all right, cool. Jumping into Luke chapter 6, and here we go. And it came to pass on the second Sabbath, after the first, that he went through the cornfields, and his disciples plucked the ears of the corn and did eat, rubbing, in, rubbing them in their hands. And certain of the Pharisees said unto them, Why do you, why do ye that which is not lawful to do on the Sabbath days? And Jesus answering them said, Have ye not read so much as this that, I mean, what David did, when himself was in, was in hunger, and they which were with him? How he went into the house of God and did take and eat the shoe bread and gave also to them that were with him, which is not lawful to eat, but for the priest alone. And he said unto them that the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. And, you know, he, he's just saying, you know, the, the I mean, he didn't say it right there, but he says later on that um, that Sabbath was made for man, not man for Sabbath. So basically, you know, Sabbath meant something to do, you know, where they took a break for a day, you know, enjoy yourself, you know, just get rest. Not just be so, like, you know. Because I know there was a basketball player that um, that played in the NBA. There was someone he went to Israel that he wasn't even allowed to press up on the elevator on the Sabbath or, you know, stuff like that. You know, it, it's just too much. That's the, um, that's the uh, what's the word you say? It's something like, you know, that's the um, commandment of men, not the commandment of God. You know, that's much I'm going at because that's a very, very, very deep subject. But, you know, I'm going to keep that at this point at that. But, okay, um, back to scriptures. And it came to pass also on another Sabbath that he entered to the synagogue and taught, and there was a man whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and Pharisees watched him, whether he would heal on the Sabbath day, that they might find an accusation against him. But he knew their thoughts and said to the man which had the withered hand, Rise up and stand forth in the midst. And he arose and stood forth. Excuse me, just some jello. Then said Jesus unto them, I will ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath days to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? And looking around round about them all, he said unto, this, unto the man, Stretch forth thy hand, and he did so. And his hand was restored whole as the other. And they were filled with madness and, and communed one with another what they might do to Jesus. You know, and that and that's definitely can very much relate to things that not all, but we may face with religious people nowadays. Because, you know, he was basically, you know, he saw the man's hand with, you know, healing on the Sabbath day. And it would be a later verse where Jesus talks about if, you're, if your donkey is caught in a ditch, well, not every man go and turn him over, he's going to leave him there when no one else is looking. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, don't be so caught up in just, you know, what the word, what the specific letter of the law might say. But, you know, it's all about love, you know, loving your neighbor, and the man has with the hand. So, you know, is it, what does he say, is it lawful to do good or to do evil? So, you know, back to the scripture. And, oh, yeah, and then oh, and one more one more part, when they say they were filled with madness and they communed amongst each other what they might do to Jesus, you know, that's, that's just, that's just evil. You know what I'm saying? You see good, you should never want to destroy good if you see it with your eyes. You know, that's the evil in your own heart. Okay, but now back to the scripture. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he came unto his disciples, and of them he chose twelve, whom also he named apostles. 
Hmm. Okay, I can I can keep that because I was because I was in the sanctuary, you know, in the church I attended earlier, and one of the pastors was saying they didn't they they were going seeing if they didn't know if Jesus had named the apostles they later named the apostles once Jesus had gone up to to our Father. But you know, but there goes right there. So for later on, if anybody's listening, because I you know that was literally two. There was a pastor and some people that were under him were just talking about it. Not an argument, nothing. It was just like a. You know, they didn't know, per se. One felt they did, and the other felt they didn't. Okay, but back to the scripture. Simon, who, whom he also named Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, James and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon called Zelotes, and Judas, the brother of James, and Judas Iscariot, which is, was also the traitor. Oh, yeah, there were two Judases. That's something I, you know, my mother brought to me. I was like, no, it's not two Judases, because I think, Jesus even, even had a brother named Judas. Like, that's different than these two Judases. So I told her, like, no, the other one is Jesus, you know, brother through Mary, not brother, you know, through the apostles. So, you know, Judas Iscariot is the one who's a traitor. That's why they specified it, because it's, it's two Judas's, um apostles. Which I know, I got to feel bad for that, for that other Judas, because, you know, he didn't portray Jesus. And, you know, the name Jesus, no one names their child Judas. Judas is such a traitor. You know, and all that good stuff. You know, a little tidbit, a little. <laughs> Yeah, it just makes me chuckle about, you know, that other Judas got the short end of the stick with his name. Okay, but back to Scripture. And he came down with them and stood in the plain and in, in the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to teach him, for there went virtue out of him and healed them all. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed be ye the poor. You know, another reference to poor again. Just, uh, but you know where we're going with that. For yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be filled. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. Blessed are ye when men shall hate you, and when they shall separate you from their company, and shall reproach you, and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Excuse me again. Rejoice ye in that day, and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, for in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. But woe unto you that are rich, for ye have received your consolation. You know, you know when, it, when Jesus literally says, woe unto you that, that you the rich, you'll receive your consolation, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how many times with me growing up in the church and, and everything, like, I went to Christian school my whole life, where it was kind of, not directly, because you have to say something like this, not directly said, but kind of, you know, pursued, you know, like, if you want to be a real Christian, a real Christian is rich. A real Christian goes to college. A real Christian, you know, is a powerful being. But that is literally the opposite of what the Bible says. My many rant is over. I'm going going back to it. Back to the Woe unto you that are full, for ye shall hunger. Woe unto ye that laugh now, for ye shall mourn and weep. Woe unto you when all men shall speak well of you, for so did their fathers to to the false prophets. But I say unto you which hear, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you. Which is definitely goes back to you know, love your neighbor, love your enemies, you know, definitely, definitely preach, you know, charity, love, 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 you know. And then it, it would be a later scripture, you'll see that even, you say, don't just love who loves you, because even the publicans could do that, which we saw earlier in scripture, you know, publicans was like the worst person you could be back in that day. But, you know, just a little. But back to what we're reading. Bless them that curse you, pray for them that which despise you. And unto him that smiteth thee on the cheek, offer also the other one. And him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also. 
you know, so someone bless them, they hate you, they hit you, turn another cheek, say, you know, hit me again, you know, you can't, you know, you know, it doesn't anger me. And, you know, someone take your coat, give them another coat, you know, be giving, you know, be of the spirit of Christ. And, okay, back to Scripture, give to every man that asketh of thee, and of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. You know, give to every man, and I try and do that. If any man, not every time, I'm not perfect, but I do try whenever people ask me for something, like just straight money, I'll try if I have it. And as you would that men should do to you, do ye to also likewise. You know, do others as you do, you know, who are. For if ye love them which love you, what, what thank ye? For sinners also have love for them. For sinners also love those that love them. You know, basically that that's that's simple, you know. You can't just love who loves you. Sarah can do that. If ye be good to them that do good to you, what thanks have you? For sinners also do even the same. And if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank ye have? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. You know, so essentially give, but don't give to receive, because sinners lend to sinners so they can receive much back. But love ye your enemies and do good, and lend hope for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest, for he is for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful as your father also merciful. You know, that's even talking about how God is even kind to evil people, bad people. So don't take it out your day to go and try chasten every person that's evil. You know, even God lets it go. Just let it go. Not your thing. You know, they're evil. Let them have it. Let them have it. Uh, that's scripture. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet, with all it shall be measured to you again. And he spake a parable unto them: Can the blind lead the blind? Shall die? Shall shall they not both fall into the ditch? The disciple. The disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. And why beholdest thou the smoke that is in thy brother's eye, but perceivest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Which is basically saying, you know, don't go and point fingers on us with their own, but they're doing something, some stick. They may be doing this wrong. You got a whole beam and building foundation of your own sin. Either how canst thou say to thy brother, brother, let me pull out this, the moat out, this in thine eye, when thou thyself beholdest not the beam that is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, cast out the first beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to pull out the, the mote that is in thine brother's eye. For a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit, neither doth a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit, which is a very strong verse, which says a good tree doesn't bring forth, you know, bad fruit, but also, which you don't hear a lot, is an evil tree does not bring forth good fruit. So with, when you're trying to judge someone and learn about a person and, you know, to perceive anything, judge it by its fruit. What do you see? What do you see do? That's a good um, perception and, you know, measure of, you know, what type of person you're dealing with. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For of thorns men do not gather figs, nor of bramble bush gather their grapes. A good man out of good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good, and the evil man out of evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. Which I'm definitely trying to um, correct myself, just the words I say. Not even just knowing what you said to your Because the abundance of your heart is what your mouth speaks. And there's another verse we'll read that no man can tame his tongue. I think that's back with um, Paul's writings. I don't know for sure, but I, I read it recently. But, you know, watch you say to your mouth. Life and death is truly in the power of the tongue. 
Okay, but, and we, and why call ye me, Lord, 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 and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me and hear my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house and digged it deep. Excuse me, yeah. And laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the beam beat, the stream beat vehemently upon the house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth, against which the stream did with the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of the house was great. So you know this is a very strong chapter of Luke. You know Jesus giving a lot of his commandments because we are under the new commandments under you know Jesus. You know so you know, listen for his commandments and things that he ordered us to do, and you know order our steps. But, you know thanks for listening. You know it's truly blessed me to speak about it. I hope y'all all have a great day and, you know, be blessed in Jesus' Jesus' name and through the Holy Spirit and through our Father God. Have a good day. Amen.